0: And welcome to Afternoonified, the happiest podcast on earth. I'm Ryan. And I'm Emily. And I'm not going to yell it's a small world. I mm, I should. Nope. (laughs) Just a heads up, we are doing this over Skype, so bear with us. Ryan started a new job. I did, and I'm at it all the time, but it's so good. Meanwhile, I am doing half of Ryan's job and my job, but I got a raise this week. Did you really? I really did! You got your your review? I got my review. It was good. I got a raise. They're paying for my max pass now. This is a weird thing to talk about on the podcast, but yeah, it was was good. (laughs) The topic for this week... (laughs) Disney World, yes, Disney World, <laughs> or Disneyland, you know, depending on which state you live in. Disney, Disney, Disney. Talking about Disney. <laughs> Disney. Um, so there's a lot, specifically the Disney parks, because I didn't want to get into Disney movies, because that is um a whole other thing. So we're yeah, gonna, yeah we're not going to these. Well, we're going to talk about the Disney parks, um, with kind of a heavy focus on Disneyland, because that's the one that I've been to and that I know the most about, at Honcho. Yep, that's the biggie. Yeah, uh, it's the first one that was opened. Um, not the biggest one anymore, though. Actually, I don't. What's the know. biggest? Disney World is bigger. Um. Mm. So we're gonna start with some basics. I assume everyone knows what Disneyland is. It is a theme park built by Walt Disney. Um, and it has a lot of stuff, but it's really hard to describe it. It's one of those things that, like, do you assume yeah. everyone knows what it is. Yeah. It's, it's Disneyland. Do you want to know what it's like? It's like Disneyland. <laughs> it's the baseline for theme parks. There are uh, six Disney resorts, and resorts are a collection of different themed parks, um, of which there are 12. And they are further divided up into lands within those parks, such as Fantasyland, Adventureland, New Orleans Square. So, the first resort is Disneyland Resort in California. That's the first one. It has Disneyland California Adventure. Um, then there's Walt Disney World in Florida with the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and the Animal Kingdom. Oh. Epcot. We should go over what Epcot is. Epcot is, again, I'm not sure how to explain it. It has different sections. Instead of like having Fantasyland and stuff, it has sections dedicated to each, well, not each country, but several countries like England, Germany, um, Norway, and it has food and like cultural things from that area. It's also uh, y- they serve alcohol there, so that's like a big, big thing. Yes. All right, it sounds like my Disney. Take me there. <laughs> California Adventure also okay. serves alcohol, so does Disneyland not serve alcohol? The only place in Disneyland that serves alcohol we will talk about later, but it is one specific, very exclusive part of Disneyland. Huh. Um. am well, a lot less- So there's also Disneyland Paris um, or Euro Disney, but they stopped calling it that because Europeans didn't respond well to Euro Disney. So Disneyland Paris um, that has Disneyland and Walt Disney Studios, which is more movie based than Disneyland. It's it's weird. Um, There's Tokyo Disney, which has Tokyo Disneyland and Disney Sea, which has like a nautical exploration theme. It's super cool. Cool. Um, then there's Hong Kong Disney, which just has Disneyland, and Shanghai Disney, which opened, I believe, in uh, about a year ago, maybe a less than a year. Um, in Shanghai, obviously, um, their Pirates of the Caribbean ride is amazing. I say
1: well, I thought... that I
0: say that like I've been on it, but you know. Well, you you've watched the ride through. That's close enough. So many times. So uh, those are the Disney parks. And my phone locked with my notes on it. Okay. The word Disney doesn't even look like the word Disney anymore. Like, it doesn't look like a word. Like, I typed it so yeah. many times. Yeah, It's insane. So the first park, Disneyland, opened in 1955 in Anaheim, California, on a piece of land that used to be Orange Groves. Um, It has since expanded. <laughs> it's a dumb fucking thing to say. We know it expanded. It was uh, small to begin with. Um, Walt Disney wanted to create a place where children and parents could have fun instead of it being, like, expressly geared towards children because a lot of amusement parks were children-based, so the parents would just have to, like, hang out on a bench. Yeah. So it was one of the first that, like, was built for everybody. Um, That's cool. And he he succeeded because I'm 26, and it's still my favorite place in the world, and my mom is an age that I'm not going to say. But she's not super old, I just don't want to, like put that out in the world um it's also her favorite place so yeah it's a good place it's a great place uh (laughs) this show isn't about the development of the parks we're uh, kind of addressing some weird rumors and incidents that have occurred in the parks as well as um it's it's a fun fact show it's a clip show for fun facts (laughs) i love it that is the perfect description for it's fun um if you want Like, a full tour of the parks, I am more than willing to put on the little, like, red plaid outfits they make the ambassadors wear, and I will show you around that park. You just have to pay for airfare. Ah. (sighs) Anyways, so we're going to start with the park structure, Um, like, how the the parks were built. And the main question that I got about that specifically was whether or not there are actually a network of tunnels under the park. Ooh, and wow. the answer is, not Disneyland, but Disney World does have a tunnel system. Um, really? The Disneyland had already been built before Walt Disney had the idea for the tunnels, because he saw, I believe, it was someone dressed to work in Adventureland in, uh, like, Frontierland. And it, he didn't like that, because... It was kind of, it threw things off. Like, they are very heavily themed and very strictly controlled themes for every land. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, and he wanted there to be a way for cast members to get around and, like, food deliveries to be made without trucks, you know, clogging up the systems. Totally. That makes sense. Yeah. So, when construction began on the Magic Kingdom in Orlando, the first layer of the park that was built on 392,040 square feet... Wait... On... Oh, yeah. So the area of the tunnels is 390,040 square feet. Um, and they are nor- known as utilidors. They're not actually underground, though. The basement level of the park is actually at ground level, and the part of the park that vis- visitors go to is on the second floor. Which. The entire yes, park? Yes. I, I don't know how that works. Like, it must be built like elevated, so. I've never, yeah. I've never been. I don't know what it looks like. Huh. Um, and cast members can access the tunnels via staircases positioned, you know, in different places in the park. So um, not only do like trucks deliver things there, that, that's probably why it's on the first level is because like truck delivery, like they can't go underground. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean they no. could. But you know, all sorts of things. Oh yeah. Um, so there's a. A special way that they dispose of trash. Um, they have automated vacuum assisted collection. So it's basically a giant tube like they have at the bank that they put the little thing in and it goes whoosh! One of those. Is it like is it like in the garbage cans? No. They have like trash chutes. Oh. And it gets sucked Oh, that's in- awesome. Well yeah, it gets sucked into tunnels. Um, so that's fun. Uh, that's also where they keep food cards to be stocked, they keep food deliveries, um, that's also where the costumes are stored and cast members can go hang out on their lunch breaks, they have, like, cafeterias and stuff, and I have it on good authority that they actually have a hair salon for cast members at Walt Disney World so they can get park-approved haircuts on the fly. Oh my god. (laughs) what even? Yeah, um, and... So at Disneyland, and I don't know about Europe or Disneyland Paris or any of the ones in Asia, um, I assume they have tunnels because they were built later and it's clearly an effective thing. Um, But in Disneyland, they have areas called backstage, which is um, where visitors can't see. Um, It refers to the parts of show buildings that are not normally seen by guests. Um, Backstage areas are often off limits to park guests. Yeah, I'm going to say, what (laughs) are they not? It it prevents the guests from seeing, like, industrial areas that violate, you know, the magic of onstage. And it keeps them safe from, you know, weird shit. Uh, And it also gives the cast members a place where they don't have to be, like, in character. Chipper, 24-7. Yeah, I mean, I'll get to that in a minute. So... When I said show buildings, many of the rides are housed in large, like, soundstage buildings um, mm-hmm. that are completely disguised by, a, like, external theming, like, plants and stuff. Um, and generally, the buildings are painted a dull green color, so they are they blend in. Um, the Disney Imagineers, which are engineers for Disney, yeah. uh, actually call that dull green color go-away green because it blends in so well.
1: Huh. Um, and then, yeah, for dizzy
0: engineers, um, and they have like flat roofs and footpaths for cast members, um, and all of that. My favorite ride, uh, the Haunted Mansion, uh, uses a show building system. Um, it's actually accessed by taking the, an elevator underground, which is hidden inside that stretching room at the very beginning. And then you walk down that hallway, which takes you into the show building where the actual ride is housed. So, I mean, they have that house facade, but it's literally just a housing for the elevator that takes you underground to the actual ride. Yes. Um, Photography. About...
1: Oh, that's what she's talking about,
0: in case don't know. I thought I said Haunted Mansion, but I might not have. Uh, my cat is trying to get into the bathroom. She's very upset that I have locked, locked myself in here. Um, I'm in the bathroom, not for weird reasons, just because it's generally the quietest room in my apartment. I'm literally watching her on Skype, Skyping (laughs) me from her bathtub with a microphone on the ledge of it. Um, my laptop is sitting on the toilet.
1: Well, that's a good place for it.
0: Isn't it? So, photography is forbidden in backstage areas, inside, outside, everything, um, just to, you know, keep the magic um and even every area that's visible when a doorway to backstage is open is still considered on stage like that's when face characters and stuff have to start acting is as soon as they're in an area that can be seen by guests when the door to the backstage area is open geez there's like a a literal gray area yeah you know yeah um they just want to like cover their bases yeah. Um, and the backstage area at Disneyland has various amenities. I don't think they have a hair salon, but they do have, like, cafeteria, different restaurants, a credit union branch. That's really specific. Uh, I guess the Walt Disney Company has a specific credit union that their employees use. Hmm. Yeah. That's skinny.
1: Somehow that's skinny.
0: <laughs> I mean, oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm sure you can use your own bank, but, like... That's the one that Disney uses, so they have a bunch of ATMs backstage. Weird. Yes. So, underground tunnels and backstage, biggest questions that I got about the park structure. Um, Here are some fun things about the design of the park. Yeah. So, at no point in the parks are you ever more than 30 feet away from a trash receptacle.
1: That makes sense. I mean the smart way to plan it yeah There's
0: a lot of trash cans do, um, but. also no shops in the parks sell gum it cuts down on gum trash oh
1: okay
0: yeah, yeah. um they have things called smellitizers that pump in specialized smells into different sections of the park hmm. so around main street you'll get vanilla and cookies um Sea air in line for Pirates of the Caribbean, citrus in line for Soarin' Over California, and um, burning lumber near a scene in um, on the spaceship Earth ride. And they also do a very nice seasonal gingerbread scent on both the Haunted Mansion Holiday and It's a Small World. Hmm.
1: What's funny is that the hotel I used to work for uh, they were actually looking into getting the same thing like pumping the room full of like coconut or something to like set a scene.
0: They literally do that in my apartment building during the holidays and I don't know how they do it but it smells like apples and shit during the fall in my hallway. I think it's to mask the smell of weed that's generally hovering around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right now my entire building smells like corned beef and it's not even my fault. (laughs) That's surprising, really. I think it's my neighbor. It's St. Patrick's Day when we're recording this, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) On St. Pat's. Oh, and here's where I talk about alcohol in Disneyland. Yes, Um, alcohol. Okay. So there's a restaurant in New Orleans Square in Disneyland called Club 33, and it is a members-only club, and the membership costs are ridiculous to the point where you have to pay thousands of dollars to get on a waiting list that was closed for, like, 10 years. Um... They have like some of the best food in the world. I hear I wouldn't know um if we ever get a chance to interview Johnny Depp, who's a member, <laughs> yeah, it's super, super exclusive, huh um, I've seen some pictures of the inside, and I say this with all the love in my heart. It looks like Trump Tower's like penthouse, so well decorated. <laughs> lavish yes extreme. it's insane lavish. um there are also several suites within the parks including one in disney world cinderella castle and in new orleans square um walt disney also had an apartment on main street in disneyland and they leave a light on in that apartment to like symbolize walt being there Aww, i know <laughs> i don't stay there can you stay there uh, you cannot stay in walt's apartment I do not think, but they do give away stays in the Cinderella Castle and the uh, New Orleans Square for like promotional purposes. Huh. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, under for a big party, ruin the magic for everyone. <laughs> I guess they have like really intensely themed rooms, like that have it's it's crazy. Like the lighting changes depending on the time of day and everything. It's I know. Um. Under Sleeping Beauty's castle in Disneyland Paris, there's a fucking dragon. I think I've shown you this video before. They have an animatronic dragon. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's huge. It's a full full size dragon. It's terrifying. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, and in Disneyland's Sleeping Beauty Castle, they have a walkthrough of the story. It's a lot less exciting than a fucking dragon, but it's still pretty cool. Like you can walk through, and they have like paintings and dioramas and stuff of the story of Sleeping Beauty, which I did not know about until, like, ten years ago. I'd been missing it. Oh. Oh. Yes. Um, in all of the parks, there are hidden Mickeys everywhere. Sometimes, like, they'll do the pattern for the tiling on, like, a floor. So there's a Mickey there, and, like, on the Haunted Mansion, there's, like, plates that are arranged in the shape of Mickey's head. They're just hidden everywhere.
1: So, Disney's really into Easter
0: eggs, as I think all of us know. Oh, yeah. That extends to the park. (laughs) Super into Easter eggs. Um, What else do we got for park fun facts? Oh, there's a small basketball court in the top third of the Matterhorn at Disneyland. What? (laughs) Um, I'm not going to give a shit about basketball, but I love the Matterhorn. It's, like, it's an attic space, Um, and I guess... That's where um, cast members who, like, scale the Matterhorn for entertainment purposes, like, hang out. So an employee, like, in the 60s brought a basketball hoop in and set it up so they would have something to do when they weren't climbing. Yeah, it's really small, but there is. Um, And this isn't specifically related to, like, architecture and stuff, but there are around 200 feral cats that roam the park um, uh, mostly at night, which helps to get rid of mice.
1: <laughs> so, is it purposeful, or was it an accident that they're just, like, letting continue? I
0: haven't been able to find that out. Um, I don't hmm. think they, like, ship cats in. But I did, no. I did meet one of the cats. <laughs> you met a feral didney cat? I met a didney cat. Actually, I met him at California Adventure. Um, he was unavailable okay. for comment, but he was a very chill cat. <laughs> I want to meet a cat. Um... Wait, so does
1: Disneyland own California Adventure? How does
0: that whole thing work? Yeah, it's the the same Walt Disney Company. Like, it's just a different... Because Disneyland is, I don't know, Disney-themed. And California Adventure has more of a Pixar theme, but California Adventure is based on, like, the state of California. So each section is, like, a different, like, special part of California. Like, they have one that's dedicated to, like, the woodsy parts, like the Redwood Forest and stuff, and then they have, like, Hollywood and... Um, I mean, they have like Cars Land and a Bugs Life Land, like that kind of stuff. So it's more like Pixar, but it has sections that are dedicated to, and like they're they have a pier, so it's just cool, like California scenery and stuff. Okay, okay. It's kind of like how Epcot has a world theme, but there's some Disney stuff mixed in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, that was more like park specific but i have some fun facts about the like the rides specifically yeah, tell me about the ride so in the lobby and like queue area for the tower of terror which is no longer open in california adventure but the one in uh, paris and florida they're still open um they have a bunch of like hidden twilight zone references because it's the twilight zone tower of terror um oh so they have the broken glasses from that episode where that dude was the last guy alive and like he wanted to read and then he his glasses broke. Um, So they have his glasses. They have um, a script from an episode. And then when you're in like the boiler room waiting area, you can hear a little girl crying from an episode where a little girl got sucked into a wormhole that was in a wall. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it's super like they have all these references and like, prop mentions, and the Tower of Terror is my favorite in terms of, like, decorating, because it's so spot-on for, like, a 20s hotel. It's insane. That's awesome. Um, there is one real human skull left on the original Pirates the Caribbean ride. It is Hello. hanging above the bed in the captain's quarters. Um, there are originally more real human skulls, because the Imagineers responsible for furnishing the ride thought that the fake skeletons looked too fake okay. and so they went to ucla their medical department and they got a bunch of real skeletons
1: oh my gosh did they like tell disney when they put them in that they were going to be real or is it someone that was like found out later i
0: don't know um huh. i'm just imagining them dressing like actual dead people like their bones up as pirates like it's insane
1: I'd like to donate my body to science. You might end up in Disneyland. Watch out,
0: folks. Uh, actually, there have been a lot of instances on Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion of people trying to scatter ashes, which is illegal. It's illegal. Don't do it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't do that. Um, speak- don't make it suck for everybody else. I don't want to breathe in your dead grandma.
0: Uh, speaking of dead people, Walt Disney is not fucking frozen under Pirates of the Caribbean. Stop asking, asking me. No, he's frozen. No, he's not. What? I always heard he was frozen. Yes, it's a rumor. He's not. He's, he's just dead. Walt Disney was what? not cryogenically, he cryogenically frozen. We didn't cryogenically freeze Disney. No, he just died of lung cancer.
1: Oh, Walt Disney.
0: I know it's very sad, but Walt Disney is not frozen underneath the park. Oh.
1: That makes me really sad. I know. Someone- Second chance at Word Disney.
0: I mean, we have Tom Hanks, so That's pretty close. Cool. I'll think that. I mean he played Disney, so he knows what's up. Yeah, okay. Um a- <laughs> Speaking of Pirates of the Caribbean again, the burning village scene on Pirates of the Caribbean was so realistic that an Anaheim fire chief almost shut the ride down. That's really funny. <laughs> huh. Can you imagine him just being like in the boat? Like, oh this is cool. Oh my god. Everybody get out! Everybody paddle! Oh
1: my god, that's really funny. I would love to share a boat with that
0: guy. (laughs) The stupidest fire chief ever.
1: So awesome.
0: It's just really good lighting effects. Um moving on to a different ride. As a safety feature on the Indiana Jones ride, the cars are will not move backwards. Um, so in the scene where there's a boulder rolling towards you and it feels like you're backing up, the walls are actually moving. Oh, that's and interesting. I, I think, I, like, I ruined that for everybody because once I found that out and then I went on it, like, you can't unsee it. The magic is ruined. Yeah, if you don't feel... <laughs> oh, weird. Well... Well, fuck you! Um, and also, since... The way the ride system works, there's no set time for how long it takes you to get through the ride. The music can't be timed out like that. So Uh each section has its own looping soundtrack that flows together. Whoa, weird. Yeah. So there's no gaps or weird breaks in the music.
1: Yeah, in case something, like, takes longer. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, I don't know what would cause the ride to, like, not take the same exact amount of time every time. Yeah, I feel like it seems pretty, like, cut and dry, you know? I don't know. I I have not been able to figure that part out. Um, I think, I want to say that it's randomized, like, how fast you go in certain areas, or, like, the movement of the Jeep. Like, you're never going to, like, bounce in the same spot twice.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, I guess that makes sense, because you can't, like, if someone's bouncing a certain way, you can't just yank them back onto course, you know, you're going to get someone whiplash. Yeah. Just kind of let it rule out. Um, the course of the day, I guess things could get really off.
0: So parts of the facade that make up It's a Small World um, are covered in real gold leaf. Ooh, so It's a Small see. World right? is gold-plated.
1: Although it's the worst ride, so... Oh, come hard. on! Come on! No, oh, it's the worst one. Have you... It's slow, it doesn't do anything, and it gets this dumb song stuck in your head all day, and the animatronics are really creepy.
0: I, I would venture and say that Dumbo is the worst ride. No, that's my
1: favorite ride. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's so fun. You go up and down and around
0: a circle, like, you're on an airplane. It's fun. Weird. So weird. Um. Also... On it's a small world. The only mention of Canada that I could find in the entire ride was a buck toothed mounty totem with sparkly black pants that's in between scenes. Oh. Interesting.
1: Um
0: and they have a section with mermaids, and I did not know that underwater was a country.
1: Oh, yeah. I w- well, maybe maybe they're counting Atlantis in case it ever gets discovered, and it's already included, and they don't have to alter the ride.
0: I-, I watched it again, and, like, you go from mermaids to, like, the Pacific Islands, but again, mermaids aren't real.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe they're just, you know, in case they're ever discovered as being real, now they've, you know, covered, the- <laughs> covered their
0: bases and don't have to redesign the ride. Yeah, exactly. Um... Back when the Submarine Voyage was a thing, speaking of mermaids, they hired live women to play mermaids for a summer in the 60s. Um, also, the original Submarine Voyage was fucking creepy. Oh. Yeah. Um,
1: I've never, never done the Submarine
0: Voyage. Right? It closed in 1998 and then was closed for about 10 years before the Finding Nemo version opened. But on YouTube, oh. they do have full videos of the entire Submarine Voyage. And let me fucking tell you, 60s animatronics are scary. Oh. Yeah, terrifying. So, uh, let's see. What else we got here? Uh, Thurl Ravenscroft, best name ever, who was the voice of Tony the Tiger. You know. Yeah. He's great. Uh, He also sang your mean one, Mr. Grinch. Um, He is the voice for many attractions in Disneyland, including the Mark Twain Riverboat. 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 (laughs) the riverboat the monorail the haunted mansion and parts of it's a small world what
1: i had no idea that was the same
0: guy yes and um this is not related to the park but i can recite the entire haunted mansion script in his voice (laughs) sure that you can i I feel like I heard you do it before i can also do the tiki room which by the way was supposed to be a restaurant with an animatronics show but they scrapped that idea, but it is one of the only Disney rides with the exception of, I think, Indiana Jones to have bathrooms. Huh. Uh, Indiana Jones has bathrooms because the line is so long. Hmm. Yeah. I don't even think Space Mountain has bathrooms. Um, Vincent Price was meant to do the narration for Disneyland Paris' Phantom Manor, but the French government decided that they wanted most of the ride's dialogue to be in French, which is fair. Um, however, his laugh is still used on the ride, and it's a very distinctive laugh. Oh, that's
1: cool. At least he got to do something for it.
0: This is a fun list. I'm actually, yeah, there's like four more on this list of fun facts about the rides, and then we will talk about people who've died. Um, a couple of the animatronic, uh, creatures have names. The Jungle Cruise Elephant is named Bertha, and the Matterhorn's Abominable Snowman is named Harold. And the nine-ton fire-breathing dragon from Phantasmic is named Bucky. Bucky! Um, Speaking of animatronic yetis, the yeti from Expedition Everest in Disney World hasn't been fully functional since shortly after the ride opened. Um, The animatronic was so big and the range of motion was so wide that it caused structural um, stress damages to the ride, so they had to... um, put him on a different setting so he doesn't move as much because they can't the way the ride is built there's no way they can fix those stress tears without like basically disassembling the entire ride oh weird. so they have him on a smaller range of motion and like strobe lights to make him look like he's moving more so he's been named the disco yeti that's awesome i mean terrifying but awesome. yeah it's still scary as shit but it was even scarier when it was functional yeah.
1: Jeez.
0: Um, and last but not least, I took a survey of my friends and family, asking them if they would rather ride the Jungle Cruise in full darkness, with moonlight, um, while the animatronics are on or off, and all of them answered on. And I don't think they realize that at one point during the ride, a bunch of fucking piranhas come up alongside the boat, and like there's people in the trees that move. Like that's terrifying. I know, that's the point. I feel
1: like it would be boring if it was just a dark boat ride. I feel like at least turn it into, like, a horror story.
0: I, well, I mean, it's it's creepy either way, because if you ride it with the animatronics off, then it, they're just standing there. Like, it's dead that silent. Is,
1: yeah, but it's a little bit creepy. I still would do dark with them on.
0: I would just, like, I don't know why I started thinking about it. Like, I was just reading about, like, ride systems and stuff. I'm like, that would be the scariest fucking thing ever. It
1: would be. Very true, it would be terrifying. Well, that's the only
0: ride that would be scary, like, in that situation, because it's outside, the boats are, like, personally manned, they're not on a track.
1: Yeah. I don't know, I I think Space Mountain's
0: most terrifying. In the dark? dark. It's already in the dark.
1: I know, but if you turned off all the lights, I feel like it would be even more... Actually, I feel like that one would be scarier with the lights on, because I hear that, like, when the lights are on, the tracks are so close together, and, like, the speed bars and stuff, that it's, like, really scary when it's yeah.
0: I was thinking about it the other day, and I feel like when you're moving, all of the rides are fine. Like, they're cute and stuff, but when you're stuck in one spot having to watch it over and over again, it gets really creepy. Oh, I feel like it would get creepy so fast. Yeah, like, I got stuck on Pinocchio at one point, and I don't know. It's super creepy. I don't know what it is about it. Like, it's really fun when you're moving constantly through it. And the only ride that I can get stuck on and not get creeped out is the Haunted Mansion just because I like looking at the stuff.
1: Yeah. But I mean, yeah, which is funny just because that's the ride like, that's <laughs> meant to be horrific and scary. Um,
0: okay. So that is fun facts about the rides. We are ready to move on to dead people. And you guys are going to be so severely disappointed. No! So no, no, disappointed. No, no, no. So, so many people died at Disneyland. What are you talking about? Um, well, yeah. But almost every single death or accident involving a guest at the parks has been because of a pre-existing medical condition or people not following the rules. Well, yeah. Actually, Still, most of, oh. most of them are people riding rides that they should not be on because they have, like, brain conditions. Like, that's 90% of it.
1: Well, okay, how many people have died?
0: I don't have a body count.
1: Okay, well tell me about some of the best deaths.
0: (laughs) Okay, so this is a list that's my personal favorites, or really stupid ones. Um, Yeah. The first one is a personal story about an injury. You died at the park? No. So, uh, it is the summer of, I want to say, 98. (sighs) Right after Pocahontas came out we are okay. run my family um we are running to see the pocahontas show next thing i know i look back my dad is on the ground he has slipped on a mickey mouse shaped ice cream <laughs> and broken his thumb
1: oh i feel like you've told me this story oh i have before. this is
0: one of my favorite stories yeah. So, Disneyland cast member comes over, calls for help. They wheel him out so fast that I almost don't remember what happens. My mom and I continue on our way to see the show. They re- like they have their own private doctor there. They hook him up with a cast, some pain medication, a bunch of free shit, including new shorts, because guess who had ice cream on his pants? Oh my god. <laughs> um... All to avoid us suing them, which we did not, because it was a fucking ice cream, like, okay, stupid. Anyway, uh, so that's the first of my dad-based Disneyland stories. And now on to some other people. These are directly from the Wikipedia page, because I wanted them to be super technical. (sighs) Yeah. Okay, so on September 5th, 2003, a 22-year-old man died after suffering severe blunt force trauma and extensive internal bleeding in a derailment of the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in Disneyland that also injured 10 other riders. Oh, yeah. See, this one isn't because the guest was being dumb. The cause of the accident was determined to be improper maintenance. Investigation reports and discovery by the victim's attorney confirmed the fatal injuries occurred when the first passenger car collided with the underside of the locomotive. I don't know how that works.
1: Uh,
0: did it roll. I, I don't, don't know. Yeah. Um the derailment was the result of a mechanical failure which occurred due to an emissions during the maintenance procedure. Fasteners on the left side upstop guide wheel on the floating axle of the locomotive were not tightened and safety in accordance with the specifications. Wow. Well wow. Yeah.
1: Sucks for those
0: suckers. As the train entered a tunnel, the axle came loose and jammed against a brake section, causing the locomotive to become airborne and hit the ceiling of the tunnel.
1: Oh my god, that is terrifying.
0: The locomo-
1: That is like Final Destination
0: shit. The locomotive then fell on top of the first passenger car, so it went like up and then back.
1: Oh, okay, like it fell back from itself. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh... The locomotive then fell on top of the first passenger car, crushing the victim. Some people blame the new cost-conscious maintenance culture brought in by a new consulting company, um, which included... Yeah. So, basically, the maintenance people fucked up, then the train got real fucked up in return. Um
1: I remember about someone getting decapitated on Thunder Mountain Railroad. Is this actually the story? And I just heard, like, the it went through, you know, 3,000 miles version.
0: Yeah. Uh, no one has been decapitated in the Disney parks. I investigated that thoroughly because Casey also asked me to look into that. Huh. So no decapitations in the park. There have been some severed fingers and toes. Ooh. Yeah, keep your hands inside the vehicle at all times.
1: Good reason.
0: Yeah. Alright, so, next one. Within a week of Disneyland's opening on July 17th, 1955, a brakeman pulled the switch connecting the Disneyland Railroad's main line with a siding at Main Street, which is like a side, like, rail that the train goes onto. Yeah. Um, so it moves to the side. Like an um, Yeah, he pulled it too soon, causing a freight train that was on the siding and passing another train basically it collided with the cement wall because he pulled a switch too early oh what a dumb down? yes um, during the commotion the employee that was responsible slipped away and out of the park and was never seen there again <laughs> well at least he was smart afterwards um, no one was injured and they have done away with that like siding process so it won't happen again um <laughs> the employee was just like that gif of Homer Simpson when he just backs up into the shrub. Yeah, it's the yeah. living version of that. Yeah. Uh so last Disneyland story, but it's my favorite one because it's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> In 1976, an unidentified woman sued Disney Parks Corporation because she claimed that one of the three little pigs at the It's a Small World attraction grabbed and fondled her. She claimed to have gained 50 pounds as a result of the incident and sued Disney for $150,000 in 1976 money. I was
1: going to say, that's all? That's all she sued?
0: Um, In damages for assault and battery, false imprisonment, and humiliation. I don't know where false imprisonment comes in this, but whatever. Um, the plaintiff dropped charges after Disney lawyers presented her with a photo of the costume which had inoperable stub arms, a common feature among the shorter characters that was eliminated in later years. So she
1: couldn't have been fondled, she just wanted some cashew laugh. Yep. Alright, what about the guy who committed suicide by jumping off the monorail?
0: Okay, that's a thing. That's a thing? thing? That's a thing that happened. (gasps) It really happened? That one's real? Yes. Oh um, man, I'm I getting so excited about a guy committing suicide. But... I would like to send out a public service announcement to everybody to stop fucking jumping off things in the Disney resorts because it ruins it for everybody. Yeah, like
1: don't I come somewhere else, you ungrateful bitches.
0: Yeah, like if you have, if you're feeling that way, get some help. Yeah, um, yeah. Just don't. If you're still gonna do it, don't do it at Disney. Yeah, though. it's it's kind of it's selfish. <laughs> It
1: is really selfish. It's not even kind of selfish.
0: Like, yeah. that's It's not even like that's a place where adults hang out or something. Like, that's a kid's park. Yeah. Like, that's where you want to leave your dead body in front of children. Yeah. Um, it happens a lot at the Disneyland Hotel um, and some parking structures and the monorail. Um, they shipped the
1: monorail down, though, didn't they?
0: No, the, is- the monorail is still operating.
1: No, it has never, ever, ever been operational when I've ever, ever gone to Disneyland. I've been, like, six times.
0: The it's monorail... Just
1: been like, it doesn't move. Like, nothing goes on it.
0: Uh, no, the monorail is... So, it's literally been open every single time I've been there. It's... What? No,
1: never! I've been to Disneyland so many times, and the monorail is just, like, this, like, weird ghost rail around the park.
0: Like, nothing is ever on it, ever. Yeah, no, I, I wrote it last time I was there. It will take you from the Disneyland Hotel... To Tomorrowland, to um downtown disney between the two parks well there must be like
1: sections of it that have like gone to disuse because every time i see it it's like this weird ghost land rail or
0: something and i've always heard it's closed nope the monorail is fully operational oh i'm crazy (sighs) um so let's move to disney world disney world disney world On January 28th, 2016, an Orlando area attorney announced that he had been retained by a family involved in a biting incident at the Animal Kingdom. According to the attorney, in October 2014, a snake fell out of a tree onto a group of guests in a public area of the park. The animal bit an eight-year-old boy that landed on him, causing the boy's grandmother, I don't know how this works, to suffer cardiac arrest and die two days later. (sighs) It got attacked by a snake, and the grandma died. Yes. Uh, The attorney claimed that the snake had escaped from the park's facilities, but Disney officials, while acknowledging that the biting incident happened, stated that the snake was not part of their collection and was wild, because it's fucking Florida. They further stated that the snake was involved was a non-venomous snake, and that the park nurse treated the bite with a bandage, and the family continued on its visit afterwards. Mm -hmm. Wait, didn't some kid get attacked by an alligator at Disney World, like, yeah. recently? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that happens. Um, I didn't put specifics down, because it was pretty well covered, and I think a lot of people heard about it, but Disney has removed a lot of alligator merchandise from its parks since then, which I think is ridiculous, because it's not like they had a, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, on May 29th, 2013, a woman found a loaded pistol inside the dinosaur, inside a dinosaur ride, um, vehicle. So, like, the ride dinosaur, it was in one of the cars. Um, the gun was reported to the ride attendant, who in turn reported it to the authorities. The owner of the gun stated that he was unaware of Disney's policy against weapons and had a concealed weapons permit. What the fuck do you think is gonna happen at Disneyland that requires you to carry a gun there? It's children. It's tiny children. They're not going <laughs> to attack you. I, I don't know what this guy thought he was preparing for. Um, here's my favorite Disney World incident. In March 2010, a four-year-old boy from San Diego suffered severe burns to his face and neck after being scalded by a cup of hot nacho cheese. The accident occurred when the boy sat down to dinner at an unstable chair, grabbed the food tray to prevent himself from falling, resulting in the cheese falling off the tray and onto his lap. The parents of the child sued Disney, with their attorney claiming that the cheese should not have been that hot, and that Disney made no effort to regulate and monitor the temperature of the nacho cheese which was being served to young children. They're hot nachos! Don't put them on your lap! I mean, it was on a tray and he knocked the tray over and the cheese fell on him. But again, uh, anyway, uh, a Disney representative commented on the incident. It's unfortunate when any child is injured. We just received notice of the lawsuit and are currently reviewing it. It's cheese. It's cheese. They're suing over nacho cheese. Well,
1: it's kind of like that lady that sued McDonald's over hot coffee because it didn't say hot on the side and she got like severe burns.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And won. She won that lawsuit.
0: Yeah, I, I assume that Disney settled for a large amount of money over this cheese incident. Sure. Like, how hot could that cheese have been, though?
1: Like, yeah, seriously. It's freaking cheese.
0: Uh, now I want nachos. No, a notch of cheese is liquid at room temperature. It doesn't even have to be that hot. Um, On April 2nd, 2016, the body of a 45-year-old cast member was found in Phantom Manor at Disneyland Paris. <sighs> He had been working on the lighting backstage, and his death is understood to have been accidental and due to electrocution. The ride was closed, pending an investigation. The takeaway from this is that Phantom Manor is definitely haunted for real now.
1: Wow. Ooh, that's intense. I definitely want to ride that ride
0: now. It's, it's really cool. It's, it's the Haunted Mansion, but it has a different plot line. Um, I actually wrote my senior film script to echo that a lot more. Um, before the edits but it's really cool and it it's like a the architecture style is different mm. Um. anyway I'm not going to nerd out about that that's a yeah, different, uh, different thing so that's all I'm doing as far as deaths go there are a lot of heart yeah. problems on rides there are some gross men exposing themselves at water parks otherwise oh someone did get stabbed at Autopia what? stabbed? It was in ah oh, fuck like the eighties, I think. Um, some dude was looking at another dude's girlfriend, and then the dude with the girlfriend stabbed that other dude. Well,
1: what an
0: idiot. Yep, that's the whole that's- story. <laughs> okay, so that takes care of another thing that people kept asking me about. I don't know why people are so obsessed with like bad shit that's happened to Disneyland. It does happen. People die.
1: Yeah, I don't know, it's just interesting, because everything's so happy that when stuff does go wrong, it's, like, double interesting.
0: I guess. Um, fun fact, in all of the times I've ever been to Disneyland, I have never seen someone puke. Me
1: neither, actually, now that I think about it. I think it's because none of their rides are, like, that extreme. Like, I've definitely seen people puke at Berry Farm.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never seen it. Um, and it's a relief, because that's, like, one of my biggest fears on rides, which is yeah which is weird i'm always concerned that's gonna be an issue um yeah and it would be unfortunate if it happened but it's not something i worry about yeah it's it's mostly like fair rides like gross like carnival yeah um so so you want to be a cast member
1: (laughs) yes tell me the weird rules about cast members
0: um I would also like to be a cast member, and unfortunately my pink hair and uh, full forearm Haunted Mansion tattoo <laughs> prevent, prevent me from doing that. Um, it's because they have very, very strict guidelines on appearance, and this is not to be discriminatory. Like A lot of people assume that they're just really old school and stuff, and it's because that they want their cast members to fit into whatever area they've been assigned to work in, and all of them, at Disneyland at least, are period pieces, so you're not going to see anyone from, like, 1910's, like, Main Street with green hair and a nose ring. Like, that's just not a thing. Yeah. I mean,
1: it makes sense. It does, it's unfortunate, but it makes sense. Yeah,
0: it's basically, they're casting people. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. They're movie roles. Think of it like a movie yeah. role and not a job. Yeah. Um,
0: so that's it, And and like, your glasses have to be, like, a traditional looking frame like guys can't have out of whack facial hair um no no nail polish because like if you saw someone with like a really hardcore french manicure like Ron and pirates of the caribbean it doesn't ruin it it's just it's a little weird cuz the costume you- of- yeah yeah um so that's why they have such strict like tattoo hair everything guidelines it's because they're basically casting for a giant play yeah um There are height requirements to be face characters, and face characters are, like, your princesses. In, like, a full-body suit. Yeah, those are different. Um, So to play a princess, you need to be between 5'4 and 5'8. Villain... Uh, Yeah, I could be a princess. I could. Um, Villains are between 5'9 and, I think, 6 feet, if I'm not mistaken. Um... They have to be big and scary. Yeah. Even the ladies, oh. yeah. I don't know what the height limit is for costume characters, but their Mickey Mouse is like super tiny. So, yeah, I bet it's a chick that. It's oh yeah, it's it's a girl for sure. Um, yeah, and I mean, in the cases of like playing superheroes and stuff, I think that's about villain height or taller. Um, their Thor is a fucking giant. Oh, I'm sure, but he has it down. Like he has Hemsworth's accent and everything. It's great. Um, Yeah, I've never seen a Disney face character that wasn't convincing. Yeah, that's true. Which, I mean, they have to go through
1: a lot
0: of training.
1: Yeah. I heard the audition process itself is really Oh, it's insane.
0: I mean, you have to do improv and there's singing and dancing. um, And characters are also required to learn exactly how to sign their character's name in a standardized way. So it's the same no matter who's playing them. Yeah, I
1: couldn't
0: do it. <laughs> I can barely sign my own name the same way. Yeah, seriously. This is a weird rule, but if a cast member sees trash on the ground, they can't bend to pick it up. They have to, like, stoop down. Like, they have to, like, go down, squat. Yeah. Thank you for the. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> they have to squat down and scoop it up. Get... Yeah, there's no, there's no bend and snap in Disneyland. It's a squat and scoop. <laughs> What so <laughs> If you ask the cast member for directions, they aren't not allowed to point with one finger. It has to be the whole hand or two to three fingers. Um, um, I had the same rule at the hotel. yes, well, in some cultures, pointing is considered rude. We talked about this in the Winchester episode,
1: yeah,
0: um, so it's like a flight attendant motion or a full hand, and I do yeah. that just okay. automatically, yeah. like yeah,
1: yeah. I kind of do that now, too. I kind of like point like this. I'm like, yeah, if you just go over here and I just kind of like... Yeah. Like, I'm past the dog, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, If a guest throws up, cast members uh, used to have to call it a protein spill, which is fucking gross. Um, And now it's just called a code V, which is even grosser. (laughs) I don't know. I like
1: protein spill.
0: Code V. And you always, always have to stay in character. Yeah. Um, a lot of general cast members that just, like, work at carts and stuff don't have to be that way. Um, but, like, face characters, costume characters, if you work in the Haunted Mansion, you are not allowed to smile.
1: I have a really hard time with that, because I think people <laughs> screaming
0: and stuff would just be
1: hysterical. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, but you're supposed to be, like... Somber. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It- it's my lifelong dream to be able to, like do the intro and be like, please drag your bodies to the dead center of the room. Yeah. I think I have the voice for it. I also want to be a jungle cruise skipper because those are basically stand-up comedians that need a day job. Yeah, that's true.
1: I think you'd be good at
0: that. <laughs> and I can confirm that the backside of water on display on that ride is a hundred percent real. <laughs> it's not a recreation. Oh. As a special treat, I have composed a list of tips to maximize your fun at Disneyland. Yes, give me your tips. Disneyland specific, but this can be applied, I assume, to some other parks. For sure. Um, so pay attention. If you have it's the free. if you have the opportunity, go alone. I love my fam- I love my family, but that single rider line is amazing, and I'm not going to lie to you. If you're alone on your birthday, you get so much attention.
1: Awesome,
0: okay, yeah, you've got me convinced. Um, me by myself. Yeah, um, also go during the off season. January is really good, yeah, um, like January, February, March, you start getting into spring break territory, yeah. Um, holidays are super crowded. I actually went during the first day of their holiday season and it was insane oh, um, sure. day after Thanksgiving, crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, take your time, always look around, notice the details, there's some fun ones. Stop and listen to the musicians they have. There's a fucking pirate band in New Orleans Square sometimes. This is a fun one. If you get a fast pass in Disneyland, like, because you can put your ticket in and they'll give you, like, a go-ahead-and-line pass. um, If you wait, like, an hour. Yeah. Um, If you get a fast pass in Disneyland, you can only have one fast pass in Disneyland, but you can go over to California Adventure and get one because their uh, systems aren't synced up. Oh, so you can get one for each and just go back and forth and kind of, like, work your way through both
1: parts at the same time. Yes.
0: It's a lot of walking, but. Yeah. Worth it.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah. it takes as long as you ride, that might almost be the most efficient, because the walking doesn't take as long as the waiting does.
0: It's true. Um, if you want Dole Whip, which you should, because it's amazing, uh, pineapple soft serve, my favorite thing, that's not a Monte Cristo, um, go into the waiting area for the Tiki Room. And get it from that counter Because the one on the outside of the tiki room Always has a longer line Like you don't even have to stay for the show You just go in and get your You know your dole whip or whatever Yeah From that line <laughs> Oh good to know um, The giant turkey legs That they serve in Fantasyland Seem like a good idea But no. then you find yourself sitting in Tomorrowland With grease running down your arm Realizing why your mom never bought you one When you were a kid Yeah, and then
1: you have to go on a ride with a stomach full of grease turkey.
0: I mean, it's super good. It's really good. But when I went by myself for the first time, it was like, oh, my mom never bought me one of these. You know, I'm going to do it now because I'm 24 years old and I'm a grown-up. And um, they're super messy, which, yeah. so I'm sorry, Mom, you were right. I was wrong. (laughs) Generally how it is. Um, there are two sides to the Matterhorn. You can either get on on the Tomorrowland side or the Fantasyland side, and you want to take the Fantasyland side. It wow. is... Uh, there's more twists and turns. Yeah, the tracks are a little bit different. Um, it's, oh. I think it's faster, too. Um, this is standard. Don't be an asshole. Uh, yeah. Like, if you have to wait five seconds for something, just wait. Don't be a dick to the cast members. <sighs> yeah,
1: it's not their fault. You
0: know, that's, that's not how it works. But yeah, like, I was waiting in line for Pirates of the Caribbean, and there was, like, some delay because the guest in a wheelchair had to get out of a boat. And this lady ahead of me got just super pissed about having to wait for an extra, like, three minutes. And then I got up there, and the cast member was like, I'm so sorry you had to wait. I'm like, dude, I am just happy to be here. <laughs> like, I don't have plans to rush to. I'm not late for a meeting. I'm just, I'm going to take a boat ride. Like,
1: Yeah, like, it's fucking Disneyland. Like, relax. You're not going to miss out
0: on anything. It's a boat ride. Yeah. Um, The camera for Space Mountain is right before you hit that tunnel with all the bright flashing lights, so you are going to be making a dumb face. There's nothing you can do to prevent it, so just live with it. All right. Good to (laughs) know. You know, my name is Earl. Whenever they tried to take a picture of him, he was always doing, like, lazy eye, like, closed. That's what all of my Space Mountain pictures look like. All right. Yep. Uh, best sandwich in the entire world Is at the Blue Bayou in Pirates of the Caribbean It is a Monte Cristo You can also get it at um, I forgot the fucking name of it But there's like a Stand in New Orleans Square It's the best sandwich It's a turkey, ham, Swiss cheese um, On like a nice bread And then it's battered and deep fried And they serve it with jam and powdered sugar That sounds pretty good It's the best uh, if you go to guest services at the beginning of the day, you can try to reserve a spot on the Lily Bell car, which is um, named for Walt Disney's wife. It's a really fucking swanky train car. Hmm. Um, and while you're at it, ride the train full circle because the Grand Canyon is cool and the dinosaurs are very scary. Oh, all right. Good to know. And then I have one more note, but it's just boys and apple freeze from Maurice's treats. Um, it's delicious. That's... Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yes. So that is, that's it. Um, I'm going to play a yep. game with Ryan. Uh, it's okay. called, which park is this version of the haunted mansion from? Okay. I'm going to fail. Let's try it. Okay. Uh, Phantom Manor. Is that Paris? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. That one. Uh, the one with the hat box, box ghost. That one, the Disney world? No, that's Disneyland. Oh, I didn't know that they had a hatbox too. Yeah, uh, they brought him back like two or three years ago. Um, oh. He was actually, um, an effect, the that they started when the ride first opened. It's this ghost that has a head and then it disappears off his shoulders and appears in a hatbox that he's holding. But oh. with the technology that they had in the 60s, it wasn't working. So they pulled him after a week and then he was gone until like 2015. Oh, but they, they brought him back. Yeah, they redid the effect and he's back um mystic manor um is that one disney world that one is uh tokyo disney sea (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's not technically a haunted mansion it doesn't have any of the same stuff but it is a mansion that you go into you ride a car around it's it's fucking trippy and danny elfman did the score so oh has to be good yes uh the Haunted Mansion with the Room of Endless Stairs.
1: I'm just gonna keep saying Disney World until I get one right.
0: It is, that's Disney World. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> like two for five. Yeah, that's not too bad. Mystic yeah. Manor was kind of me bullshitting, but yeah, it's fun. There's a monkey. <laughs> monkey and endless stairs, that sounds perfect. Um We need to wrap wrap it up.
1: Yeah. All right, that was Disney World. I'm sure a lot of you guys have more questions. Um, you can send them to us on our website. And that's www.getafternoonified.com.
0: Uh, or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com. Slash Did I get... do our website wrong? No, it's getafternoonified.com. Okay, I feel like I just said www.com. Like, my brain just, like, <laughs> I'm in the
1: middle. Um, like, facebook.com slash getafternoonified yeah, I can't remember.
0: Uh, we're on twitter at afternoonified instagram at afternoonified um this is the part where we hit you up for donations because it is coming time to pay for our hosting and it is not cheap um so anything anything it all helps um even if you just give a dollar we will send you a postcard with a note and we would be super grateful uh, we also give you a shout out on the show um mm-hmm. So send us all your money and make us very happy. All, all of the money.
1: Uh, yeah. You... also your reviews and your ratings and your comments. Yes. And your subscriptions and your likes.
0: Yes. Um, and I would like to give a shout out to um, Bracket Royale uh, because there's this thing called Tripod where you kind of recommend uh, a podcast that's not yours for people to listen to, and Bracket Royale is run by a comedian from Portland who's a great dude, and he actually came up to me yesterday at an open mic and told me how much he was enjoying our Colts episode. So thank you, Chris. Um, everyone go thank listen you, to, yes, everyone go listen to Bracket Royale, it's fucking hilarious, and um And listen to all of our past episodes on our website, or yes. SoundCloud, iTunes, everywhere you are, we are. Stitcher, or- Pocket Casts, all yeah. of those places. If you have a place to
1: listen to podcasts, we're on it.
0: All right. Well, um, this is Emily signing out from my bathtub. This is Ryan signing out from my, well,
1: I can't really call it a room. My whole apartment is in one room. So. I'm liking
0: the Christmas lights you have going on. They're nice. Thanks. Yeah. I know Christmas lights isn't the word I wanted because it's um, March, but.
1: We call them cafe lights. Or oh, there we go. Um, yeah.
0: All right. So we will talk to you guys later. <laughs> All right. Bye.